to get your wit together the podcast where we talk to women in tech women in tech. about everything but tech i'm hillary and i'm julia and i'm steffi in case you forgot steffi was our special guest from lady to lady dynamics and she inspired this episode. This episode, we're going to talk about the rise and fall of Theranos in the book Bad Blood. And we're going to do... By John Carreyrou. Yes. Savior, hero, <laughs> amazing journalist. We love you, John. And we're going to do Book Club with Steffi. Woo! I'm so excited to be here, guys. We are so excited to have you. <laughs> we can't wait to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> yeah, in, in case you didn't know by the last three episodes where we talk about her every episode we are obsessed fascinated this is really just getting it all out of our system so that we can move on to our next person (laughs) yeah if you're sick of us talking about her we promise we promise if you read the book you'll understand our obsession (laughs) okay let's do it okay oh also spoiler alert oh huge spoiler alert if you have never read bad blood (laughs) and plan to it's time for you to say bye-bye to this episode (laughs) until until you read it then you come back and and give it a listen but we don't want to ruin it for you but this is a massive spoiler but also it's you know the fate of theranos probably but you know, I feel like a lot of people knew the story, and the book is still just really fascinating. Yeah. yeah, like I knew the end. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was a very high-profile story. Okay, so let's do Steffi. How would you describe Theranos? Um. Wow, it's a tough start question. No, actually, <laughs> how would you describe Bad Blood? Because this is Bad, Bad Blood, Blood book, book Club. Club. I mean, I just. I kept reading it and stopping myself and reminding myself that it was nonfiction because it's actually one of those books where you feel like you're reading a fiction novel. It was so unbelievable how all of this shit was happening and it just never ended. And I can't even imagine being in that situation. Like, obviously, right now, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you want to believe that you would know what was happening. But I feel like there's such a mentality, especially in Silicon Valley, of this, like, fail fast and like you know like do all this stuff like just kind of charge at it (laughs) and I don't know like if I would have gotten so caught up in it if I was actually like one of the people in it you know yeah and I'm sure I would be or if you were the founder herself no I mean okay she's a total psycho so yeah I was gonna (laughs) say give yourself a little more credit than that you are a much better human being yeah yeah an employee but also I'm saying like if I was my age at the time this was all happening you know because we were i think i was too young at this point like at the point all this was happening to really have like an interest in it because i wasn't living here i wasn't working yet so totally but i feel like i didn't even know about it yeah no yeah exactly so i'm saying like even if i was kind of in the industry at that time i feel like i would just have eaten it up well, it's such a good story. You want so badly yeah. to believe that it's true because it's an epic idea and it's an, and she is so convincing. And you're like, fuck yes, finally a female founder mm-hmm. to stand among the giants. No, she lets us all down. I'm upset about it in case you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, really upset. Also, it's just like such a bad look 
for us females in tech because obviously there's going to be those people that are just going to take this and add it to the list of stereotypes that they already have against women in tech and we just don't need that and I said this before when we had originally talked about bad blood when I was here but it's like there's not that many high up women tech entrepreneurs and so you know if you have one bad one out of like the five that are around that's 20% suck versus one bad male founder out of the like thousands of them is like eh that's diluted we don't that's totally. an outlier so yeah. it just really I think hurt our fight you know I think I have a hot take to add on to this make it a little relevant to like pop culture right now <laughs> just say it it's just Elizabeth do it. <laughs> Holmes <laughs> and bad blood is like the same as the fire festival <laughs> because yes everyone <laughs> yes. So good. everyone wants to believe in something so for elizabeth holmes like she has this great idea and i think that at first it started and she genuinely mm-hmm. had a good like intention yeah. and had a really great idea and thought you know i can change the world you know, okay, wow, big idea there, but, like, good for her. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of, like, goes about it in the wrong way, obviously, but one thing that she yeah, does just is... kind of goes kinda, about it. She just kind of does. She totally does. She's super deceptive. Like, her entire board were all of these very high-powered people, like, from United States government, but also just a ton of people who have credibility but not in the medical field like there weren't a ton of people Mm -hmm. who were doctors or published i don't know published authors of journals or anything on her board advising where the company goes same deal with billy mcfarland like he just kind of hops into this (laughs) festival scene he's like yeah jaw rule is gonna like run the show it's like okay he doesn't have a ton of people with credibility on his board and then they go in too deep but like everyone wants to believe this great idea so then you know walgreens signs up for theranos to be put in their offices and even though there's Bella not a ton Hadid of proof signs up for Firefest. Yeah. there you go <laughs> kendall's posting an instagram <laughs> boom everyone's there and then all of a sudden you end up with like a crappy cheese sandwich. The cheese sandwich is the Theranos blood machine. No, the cheese sandwich is the John Kerry Rue article that that <laughs> trotted all down. True. The articles. No. <laughs> yeah, that's actually so funny because the way we were... The other day we were talking about like what kind of sentence she's going to get and how we compared it was that Billy McFarland got six years in prison. So I feel like similar she i mean she's gonna get i i don't know why has he been tried and she hasn't i don't know i don't don't understand legal jargon so and the legal process but yeah she's also apparently like starting a new business or something i heard he is gonna too from prison like after i think he already has an idea god i will say though horrifying her cause is a slightly more noble her cause is much more noble but also much more detrimental like 
putting people on an island and a festival yeah. that's not super prepared, whoop-de-doo, they'll probably be fine because they yeah. paid $5,000 to yeah. go to a three-day music festival. Yeah. Honestly, but maybe it was good like for some so of the people who were going to that. Like, like screwing <laughs> struggle over, once in your life. Screwing maybe. over some millennials that have money is like yeah. kind of comical. But, <laughs> but I feel like, like her whole thing is so bad. The yeah. point where it gets terrible is when she's putting actual people's lives at risk. Yeah. Like, I think... I forget exactly what the story was, but someone got... Actually, no, this is what the story was. This lady had breast cancer, and she got tested, and she she was totally clear, and her doctor, you know, she had to get regular blood tests, and her doctor was like, hey, do you want to do Theranos blood tests? Because it's only the prick of your finger. And this lady's like, yeah, I mean, once a cancer patient, always a cancer patient, you're used to just being constantly pricked with mm-hmm. needles for extended periods of time. And then she went and got her blood done at Theranos and she knew what specific thing to look for. And if there's a rise in that, then it, yeah. the cancer was back and she thought she had cancer again it's and so had to go back to the doctor. And the doctor was like, Oh my God, we think you have cancer again. And then they had to send the test to another place. Like it just could really mess up someone's yeah. life. It's like I the mean, opposite of what she said she was trying to do. Complete yeah. opposite. And I actually heard this in a different podcast. Um, but they were saying how, like, she took on this Steve Jobs mentality. And in Apple's case, for example, like, you mess up some software thing. Like, that FaceTime bug that everyone freaked out about. But all mm-hmm. that happens is that you're like, oh, shit. I need to... Gotta uh, fix the bug. <laughs> gotta fix the bug. Like, my phone's not working for, like, five minutes. Like, ah, what do I do? Like, turn it off, turn it on. Next. But if you mess up someone's blood testing, like, scaring them with fake cancer or whatever or, else it is... Or, like, doctors making decisions based yeah, on those it's tests. it's your health. It's people's actual lives. It's not, like, a smartphone app that, like, if it crashes or, you know... Like, the worst that happens is that... They take your data, which is a whole other story. But <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not actually, your life isn't at risk the way that it is Yeah. in that case. Yeah. So if you could describe Elizabeth in one word, what would you use? Psychopath. Damn it. You took mine. Um, creepy. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, maybe not creepy. I'm just saying that because she creeps me out. Because she voice. sounds like Her this. Voice. What if we just insane. talk like this for the rest <laughs> of the podcast? So what if we talk? Let's talk like this for the rest of the podcast. When do you guys think that she realized everything was going to shit and kept going? Mm. I think she started off with good intentions and a good idea, obviously, but I feel like pretty early on in the company there were several engineers who were like this is not possible and she just would fire them so i feel like she was just had this mentality of like don't let anyone say that i can't do this even though she had so many people saying that she couldn't and she like continuously would just reject what they were saying so i think it was like pretty early but she didn't want like she was already too big of a deal to kind of give up on that yeah like i feel like at least if you're being said no to you you know modify your product or like change a lot about it and she was so adamant about the amount of blood and they keep saying this in the book that it was like she would not budge on the blood and people were like it's not possible that she just i don't know yeah well there's this idea that 
an amazing startup founder can make the impossible possible. And I think she just clung on to that yeah. and didn't face reality. That yeah. sometimes the impossible is actually just impossible, at least right now. I think she had this narrative in her head that she wanted to be true so badly that she could just not give up. Like she wanted to be telling people that you can prick your finger and run hundreds of blood tests with the drop of like a single drop of blood. But even though everyone is telling her no, she's still like, nope, you can do it. But she didn't even know if you could or not because she didn't have that technical background. Mm -hmm. She did have a pretty technical background, but she just Mm -hmm. didn't have a whole... She has degree. a She took a, she year. Took a year. year. I mean, like, like I was I was bioengineering pre med for my first year, and I took chemistry and all that. But so I, are you gonna start? So basically, a um, I have this <laughs> great idea. This you. <laughs> I have this great idea. You can um, prick your <laughs> leg. You have to admire. <laughs> yeah, just I'm just saying, your... we probably had the same level of technical background, and I feel so far from knowing any i the tech speak in that book was even over my head and i maybe at one point learned about it okay fine i mean maybe she took (laughs) some other maybe her electives were more you know blood testing specific or whatever that would be but i don't think she was qualified at all no she did it you have to admire her persistence but she takes it too far yeah like i honestly love the we can do anything mentality, but you can't just fire people when they don't agree with you and create the most toxic workplace I've yeah. ever heard of. Ever. I mean, I also think you have to admire her almost like, not resilience, but the way that she was able to confidently stand up to these old men who were like in this field for decades. Like, I feel like there's no television show, there's no pop culture, there's no inspiring woman out there that has done something like that to the extent that she did like being 19 years old and going up against all these people with the audacity and the confidence to say you're wrong I'm right like there's nothing there's no example of that anywhere so and the confidence with no product to show I just don't like I just don't know where she learned that like she made that she got that from thin air because that's nowhere like, you have never seen that. Um, okay, so can we just discuss Sunny Balwani for one, <laughs> for like two minutes? If you what haven't yet, you should Google what he looks like. There are a lot of things that when I was reading this book, I was like, hmm, wow. And I can like conjured all these images in my head and these like great ideas. And then I looked up A, a video of Elizabeth Holmes speaking, mm-hmm. B, the video of her the advertising video that they did they did this huge campaign and it like features her eyes and it freaked me out i had chills and then we need to talk about sunny balwani hit up tyler schultz like we have a lot of okay so sunny i just thought if well first of all they had a romantic relationship and i think the book the way like his personality i just thought he would be this massive guy that was like almost like scary but kind of like fit i don't know and then he's just not that <laughs> of no. all the things that she did sunny balwani is the most offensive to me <laughs> ew 
it is so bad he's so much worse than i pictured in my head when i was reading it like i thought he was like yeah kind of a big scary but like kind of fit at least maybe like a young looking 40 man yeah, no, he's fat, and he has gray hair, and he's the worst human being I have ever heard of. I was about to yeah. say met, but I haven't met him, but <laughs> I feel like I have. He's, I think that if he wasn't in the picture, she honestly may have succeeded, or she wouldn't have fucked up so badly. Yeah, I mean, I imagine how different episodes. it would have been if she had someone who was empowering her in a good way who was like hey we need to take a step back we need to pulse on these extreme ads that we're sending out we need to like actually get the technology right and then theranos could have maybe been something great in 10 years but but i don't think she wanted that at all she yeah she had people that were like that like there was a lot of people who were pretty high up who didn't believe in the product and she ended up ruining their lives blackmailing them until they had nothing yeah so it's not like i just don't think there was any uh future in the way that she was running the company and in the way that she was so stubborn about everything like she was only gonna take someone like him and that's kind of and i think sunny made me so mad just because of how mean he was to everyone like he's so mean Mm -hmm. you can sound so mean on an email but he was actually mean sometimes i think people sound mean because they use a period and then instead of like an exclamation point but he would actually belittle people via email like that is horrible yeah he's so bad a a villain like you're reading this book and you're like he feels like a character that an author created to be the most incarnation of evil in the flesh that you've ever read but oh no he's real and i think like there he he works in your office he'll fire you (laughs) they're like self-righteous deal like he was they're so secretive and private, but Sonny's driving around in a Ferrari that has, like, a vanity plate on the back. Um, you know, like, it's so bizarre. They would make people go to meetings secretly in the middle of the day at random restaurants, but then Sonny drives there in a Ferrari. It's like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. You're drawing so much attention. Yeah, this I is so him. bizarre. Okay, um, what are your highs yeah. and lows of the book? Whoa. My high was when John Kerry Roo came into the picture and <laughs> literally I was like, Yes <laughs> I felt like I was like it does get better. <laughs> but also it was a low. It was so sad to see how Theranos just blackmailed people and followed people and made yeah. people go insane and made people spend so much, much money. money on legal fees against them. Also, the poor people who invested money in Theranos who weren't the billion, like the VCs. Like there was this one lady who invested $100,000 in Theranos because her friend said, you know, like this is great. You'll you'll get a ton out of it and she really trusted him and she was an executive assistant for 30 or 40 years she spent her retirement and theranos you know just totally screwed her and it's just like those moments are really sad and when they like hurt everyday people i'm like oh you suck (laughs) yeah stuffy my highs and lows Mm -hmm. god um yeah, I would say my highs when she, you know, went to nothing, her net worth and all that. 
<laughs> um, my hello. Stephanie's like when I saw her in a cafe. <laughs> I didn't. My or friend yeah. did. Um, and my low. Um, wait. Yeah, my low would probably be when the guy that just the guy that died because he went through all that oh, stuff. Yeah. What was his he name? He killed himself. Ian. Yeah, no, Ian. Yeah. It was really sad. Honestly, that I forgot about me. that. That was really low. It's like. I mean, they sh- yeah, she should get a first-degree murder charge against her because she's so evil. Yeah, Ian Gibbons, the biochemist. That is, yeah. Chief scientist of Theranos for, like, 10 years. So So crushing. sad. So sad. Frick, that might be my low, too. Okay, what was your high? Tyler Schultz. <laughs> Okay, for when Tyler comes in and blows the whistle and Tyler saves the day. Also, you guys should all look up Tyler because he's a hottie. Yeah, what like uh, PSA? If you know Tyler, (laughs) or if you're listening, (laughs) you guys, (laughs) Steffi's single and she's really smart and really cute. I have to tell you this. Oh my god. Hit us up uh G Y W T podcast. Instagram I'm Tyler Schultz's DM. mom. Oh my god. Because <gasps> what? she is coming to our book discussion at work about bad blood. No. Wait, that's like the perfect Oh my time. god. That's a Ask good her in. if he's if single. He's single. Is Tyler interested in being on Get Your Wit Together <laughs> podcast where we talk to women in tech about everything but tech? Um I mean, ugh. he's like young He was so brave and also brave how, and beautiful. Also to Tyler. go up against your family, I feel like is pretty gnarly. Yeah, Especially your grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. Like I can't imagine Getting in the fight with my grandpa about everything, basically. Also, just not just your so... grandpa, like George yeah. Schultz, <laughs> the former Secretary of State and Theranos director. Like, President of Richard Nixon's Treasury and Labor Secretary. <laughs> wow, he's got some bad luck, that man. Nixon... And the now first, Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> the first Office of Management and Budget Director and Secretary of State for Ronald Reagan, who he had a close relationship with, and won a Medal of Freedom. Oh. And Tyler was like, no, nah, Grandpa. Grandpa, this is bad. She's crazy. She <laughs> I mean, but that just goes to show how much it was blowing up internally to have people firmly go against you know, I don't know. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Okay, so any final words on Bad Blood and why everyone should read it? Hillary, you're up. I think it really teaches you what's right by showing you what how wrong <laughs> things can go. Yeah. <laughs> really makes you realize, like, wow, I never want to emulate any of these behaviors, and I feel like I'm better for it because now I know, like, if something goes wrong, just tell people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. fix it. Don't hide it. Like, I I mean, I don't think I would ever do what she did, but I just yeah. feel like it, it gave me a renewed sense of values. I also think it puts, like, Silicon Valley in perspective in a really good way. A, it shows you kind of 
for me at least it made me really appreciate my company and how open it is with how I mean I work at a big tech company and I would say in the grand scheme of things we're pretty transparent to a certain extent but I don't take that for granted and also just kind of how it's important to take a step back and think about you know your users first because that's really what matters and I think sometimes it's more about like who's gonna IPO first like what's gonna happen with like this product launch and blah 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 and like it's important to kind of remember like no that's not really what matters yeah I think it's also it also shows like sometimes things are too good to be true like this idea was way too good to be true for right now I think it could happen later on but I don't know also the book is amazing and everyone should read it also it's going to be made into a movie starring Jennifer Lawrence I'm excited for that I feel like she'll crush um, that. Also, there is a yeah. podcast about it that I'm in the middle yes. of. Yeah, the, the dropout. dropout. Jinx. <laughs> Super hey, good. dropout people, if you guys okay. want to give us a shout-out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, let's get This is actually on. all sponsored. Hashtag ad. Curious <laughs> <laughs> bad blood. Tale of lies and deception. Get your wit together. <laughs> Brought to you by the dropout. Okay, so just kidding. We don't have sponsors. What the tag? What the tag? What the tag? What the tag? I feel like I'm an expert since it's my second time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Steffi also has the best what the tag. Yeah. Okay. Say your what the tag. Okay, so my what the tag is. (laughs) This is just a classic thing that probably happens nowhere else, but. We have um, kombucha and cold brew on tap at my micro kitchen. And so. Um, the whole sentence that just happened okay. needs to be taken apart slowly. <laughs> that, is that your what the tag? No. What the tag? That's not even it. That's, okay. So, yeah, that I, micro kitchens are just the little kitchen with snacks and drinks. I and think most people would call it kitchenette. Oh, we're just Maybe. straight up a kitchen Sorry, because we, a lot of places just have micro kitchens. We call them micro kitchens, and just from that, everyone is gonna know where I work. But anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, they could look you up on LinkedIn but and they don't find know out yeah. my first or last name because it's not my real first name. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but Tyler Schultz, if you're still <laughs> wait, yeah, I, you were gonna DM him. I know. I, well, I can't exit this recording app where I would. Oh, to do it to find him, and we'll post the screenshots later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna DM you. Look out for that. So hope you're not private. Um. Anyway, yeah, so back to the, the kitchen with the cold, cold brew on tap and kombucha on tap. So then, in my like team group chat. One of the managers posts a link to this ticket. So internally, we can file tickets to the food team and, like, kind of the sp- the people that run, like, the office space and make sure, like, you know, if you need, like, paper, if, like, something's wrong with the bathroom, whatever. Um, he goes, hey, I think there's something wrong with the kombucha because I feel pretty drunk and I don't want to be intoxicated and it tasted very champagne like And, like, all of a sudden... <laughs> All the people start, like, the people on this, like, are like, great, we're going to reroute this to the food team and get back to you ASAP. And, like, the food lady's like, yeah, so kombucha does have, like, a small amount of alcohol because it's fermented or whatever. And he was like, no, but, and then someone else chimes in and is like, yeah, like, it tasted super alcoholic today, though, like, so we think that they put accidentally, like, boochcraft, which is, like, 
the wine amount of alcohol level of like kombucha (laughs) but it was hilarious because i was like of course like he writes this ticket to these people and like the people working on this food team must be like oh my god who are these freaking techies that are literally like coding while they're like drinking <laughs> i just thought what it was hilarious. the tech what the tech what the tech? what the tech yeah it was funny okay i'll do my what the tech so i went to this thing called barry's boot camp the other day <laughs> like a bougie workout class it is like the bougiest thing i think it's one of the bougiest workout classes you can do it's 36 dollars for 55 minute workout class but um it was amazing i get it but so my friend and i go to barry's and it's our first time and we get there and the girl pulls out the screen of the treadmill she like has one that she shows people and she goes, okay, so this is the UI of the treadmill. And I was like, what the tech? <laughs> Only Who Barry's describes the- what the treadmill looks like as, as the UI, UI. <laughs> like the user interface? So she's like, it's a pretty basic UI. <laughs> okay, girlfriend. And then we're in the class and, you know, it's like very whatever very workouty and then at the end our our um instructor who is like your classic marina bro like he's screaming like i like my beats fast and my weights really heavy let's go <laughs> like it was he insane oh my god he said so many quotable things but then he's like and shout out to the Tesla group who's here today. <laughs> Happy to have you all in class kicking ass. <laughs> and it was like, what is happening? Beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Oh, the Tesla group in class kicking ass. Yeah. It was wild. Wow. Um, I had a kind of lame one, and then I was talking to Steffi before we started recording, and she gave me a better one. <laughs> so what happened was, I we were asking Steffi what she did this morning, and she was like, oh yeah, I went boxing. And we were like, oh, where'd you go boxing? She goes, at work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the Oh, um, doesn't your job have a boxing gym? You don't have boxing at work? <laughs> what? That's so weird. It's actually Muay Thai, but I'll let it slide. <laughs> and what the tech times two? I have no idea what that means. It's Thai boxing, so it's, a, it's different. Okay, yeah. What the tech? <laughs> what the tech? What the tech? And on that note, we're out. <laughs> Peace out. We got bad blood. You know it used to be mad love. So take a look what you've done. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. Thank Thanks for you. having me again, guys. Yes. Thanks for coming, Stevi. From now on, Stevi is our book club official guest. Yeah. She's the runner of um you know, get your way together book club it's like the third most famous there's like oprah's book club reese witherspoon's book club and then you know get, get your, your wit together book club <laughs> so you can find all your women empowerment books um and if chosen you, by stuffy mm-hmm. oh i was gonna say if you have any suggestions for books for the next book club mm-hmm. dm us 
GYWT podcast. Yeah. Okay. And if you um in things have Twitter, we have that now. Yeah. GYWT podcast. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lanier Salmons, for our music. And now we're going to peace out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.